Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful. It is January 30th, 2023. We are fresh off the Royal Rumble. Hope you guys checked out our uh, extensive Royal Rumble coverage from the scrum videos that we posted, or the press conference videos, rather. The post-show with uh, Professor Nick and Will Washington that myself, Denise, and Demon Diva joined all the way over to FightfulSelect.com with their episode of Sour Graps. Royal Rumble is a good time. Dropped that inside the Royal Rumble feature last week. So we had as much Royal Rumble coverage as anybody. Had a bunch of scoops that we'll brag about later. We got Denise Salcedo here. Denise, you are uh, you're back. You're back a day earlier than, than you thought. Uh, you switched your flight just so you didn't have to stay in San Antonio, which I cannot disagree with at I- all. I don't like San Antonio anymore. I feel like I had, I I don't want to trash San Antonio because I really liked like the downtown area, but everything around that was, everything else was, it was bad. It was, it was kind of bad and I'm still dealing with the aftermath of it. But for the most part, I'm doing pretty good though. I had a really great time this weekend. It was a lot of fun. How are you dealing with the aftermath that Cody Rhodes would have liked to have muted you, Denise? (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, that thing blew the hell up. I think within seconds, I had hundreds of new followers on Twitter because of it. It was like one second I was tweeting about whatever, right? Whatever was happening on the show. I think we tweeted about the bloodline. And then the press conference started and the Cody Rhodes thing happened. I look at my phone and it was just like blowing up type of deal. Uh, But, you know, it was pretty funny. It was a moment, and I think it was definitely something that stood out. 
this may come as a shock to our viewers, but I managed a FightfulSelect.com plug during the press conference. And in the background, you can see Matt Camp of the bump going. Oh, can you really? Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah, I mean, why why wouldn't he, right? Why wouldn't he, right? (laughs) I only asked to work here a few years ago, but, you know, I'm going to shill where I can shill. And he gave me a perfect opportunity. So shout out to Cody Rhodes for that. We have all the press conference videos uh, individually up on youtube.com slash Fightful. Uh, Denise had a bunch of fantastic coverage from this weekend as well. So make sure you guys check out all of her stuff as well. Uh, I, I don't like traveling. I get very little sleep there, but I have a lot of fun doing the actual coverage. And you guys are going to see even more of that both here and on Denise's channel. So make sure you're subscribed to both of those. Uh, but if you're here right now, we're going to review WWE Raw, as is tradition. If you're new here, we're here every single night. Not me and Denise, but Fightful. Every single night, reviewing any show that, that happens to, to be going on that night. Uh, get in your Super Chats or Humper Chats to get your question or statement right on the air. If you don't know what those are, uh, you donate, you ask your question, get your statement read. You can do that here on youtube.com slash Fightful. You can also go to humperchats.com. That is an easy URL to remember. It's a Streamlabs platform. And say it's three in the afternoon and you want to leave a chat for later that night because you can't watch the show. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're asleep. Maybe you just don't want to watch the damn show. You can do that at humperchats.com. Tuesday here on youtube.com slash Fightful. Interview with Aubrey Edwards goes up it is a a good time we're talking games we're talking refereeing we're talking about who helped her we did a shooting softly segment all that good stuff but denise we got wwe raw i am pretty excited to talk about tonight's show because there's a lot of stuff that made sense on it how were you feeling Uh, i mean keep keep in mind we're living in a post hardy world as tamala notes how about that five star hardy Hardy performance buddy there were a lot of scoffs from the talent that night they they were like they were like okay bianca alexa got seven minutes they're like la and bray got like five but this guy took up four or five of them a lot of scoffs about that how how are you feeling a couple nights uh now that we watched uh wwe raw Honestly, I felt like today I was really excited about Raw. I felt like it was, it felt kind of special going into the show. And I feel that for the most part, because there's been like this kind of a recurring theme for Raw where I feel the third hour is always really bad or not really bad, but it just doesn't compete with the, you know, the first two hours, especially the first hour more particular. But I kind of felt like today didn't feel that way. And I thought that all three hours completely flew by today. And I I felt like there was a lot of, you know, like positivity up in the air in terms of where we were moving uh, for the show. Like we got so much stuff today for uh, WrestleMania, for Elimination Chamber. I just feel like there's a clearer direction uh, for quite a majority of the stories and the people that we're seeing, uh, you know, on the roster. And even if there's still some, you know, uh, things that we're not clear on, I don't know how to explain it. I just thought today's show was pretty good. Orion Ben says SRS versus me at WrestleMania triple H make it happen. Uh, I will have did you an see inter- me. Did you see her comment that she left on Which my one? post about me hacking your, uh, your Twitter profile where she put, she called you a dumbass. Anyway, did you see it? Uh, Sean? Did you see it? Omar Diaz wow. says 
Can you report that Cody agrees? Hashtag mute Denise. Yes, I can confirm. Sources have. Hey, at least I wasn't called a dumbass. <laughs> eh, it's by me, Yim. That, you, still, know, you are still called a dumbass. That, that is a take one that takes one to no one situation right there. Uh, AJ says, Sean, were you able to give out Fightful Awards to winning WWE talent during Rumble weekend? Uh, no, for a couple of reasons. I'll give you a look behind that process. One, I am not traveling with 12 of those things in my my luggage. So first off, they're very, very heavy. So the baggage wow, fees would have... Wow, AW Yeah, the, the baggage fees would have been insane. But the process that we do is we hit up the PR for each company and we say, hey, whoever of these want them, do you like let us know and we'll have them sent. WWE had a few sent, but honestly, the PR people that we coordinated with, one of them got fired. So who knows if that message even got sent. I'm still waiting to hear back from, from some WWE people. I've shipped a couple to uh, some WWE people right now. But AEW was three miles from where I live the other day. So I was Excuses. able to take those. Muted. But AEW was a few miles away. Uh, we're shipping some other ones as well. But uh, if any WWE talent want them, uh, we do know that some people in WWE watch this show. Hit us up. We'll send them. Tamel says, who do you think of the Hall of Fame inductees this year? I think Great Muta would be a good one, Denise, considering he's coming off of his retirement. Uh, I think that would be uh, one that makes an awful lot of sense. Throw, throw a name out there that you think might be inducted. Damn, I don't even have a name, to be honest. Who hasn't been inducted that should be inducted? Uh, Mia Yim, if it gets her to retire. <laughs> Damn, that's savage, man. I have to think about it. I can't even think of anyone right now. I'm sorry. I suck. Continue you hate, on. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Sir Brendo says, enjoyed seeing SRS and Denise get to shine during the presser on Saturday. Sean even got to plug some site called Fightful Select. Anyway, remember days in a few hours. Glad to spend time with the Fightful family. Happy birthday, Sir Brendo. We greatly appreciate you. Glad you're spending it with us. Uh, Big Daddy Foe says, what a difference a year makes. How was morale backstage after this year's Rumble, Sean? Uh, oh, boy. It could not have been more different than it was one year ago. Now, as of a few weeks ago, there were all there were some people that, you know, were concerned about what might happen with Vince McMahon and him coming back and all that. But so far, they have been constantly reassured that, that isn't happening. Last year, morale was so bad. It, it gained me a number of sources because they were they were frustrated. They, they had... Even like staunch supporters of Vince McMahon no longer believed in him as a leader or in creative or any any of those capacities. There were an awful lot of people that, that jumped off that Vince McMahon ship last January, and this could not have been more different. Um, I don't think predictable is bad if it's good, Denise, and I think it feels like for three or four months we've been saying Rhea Ripley and Cody Rhodes should win those Royal Rumble matches. So I, like, I didn't hear of any particular people upset honestly does that surprise you at all no it doesn't surprise me I kind of felt like you know heading into this rumble it just had a different uh vibe in the air and even so I remember Triple H saying this in the presser where he said that things just felt differently heading into this Wrestlemania and he was right it does feel different you know and I know that not everything on the Royal Rumble card was necessarily a hit and I know there was you know um some you know some negative feedback about things and we discussed those already and but for the most part I mean it was 
was such a big difference from last year's Royal Rumble in terms of just people actually cared more this year. People were excited. People had, uh, you know, I, I feel like it, it it really impacted this episode of Monday Night Raw. Like even with the way that the show started, things just felt like you had a reason to tune in. And so I did agree with Triple H when he said that things felt different, uh, you know, heading into this particular WrestleMania. Like I'm excited, man. Can I, like I'm excited. I hate to sound like a nerd, but I'm really excited about WrestleMania 39. Dan says, quiet down, Denise. I'm just going to scream very loudly. I'm very excited <laughs> the for line WrestleMania 39. The line drive says, SRS being more savage to Mia than Shelton. Damn. Well, I mean, she deserves it. Um, Bro, Mia is going to kick your ass one of these days. Tom Brady says, if AJ Styles is healthy, who would you have him face at Mania? Dude, there's Ooh. a lot of good options there, I feel. But it all depends on where they're going with uh, with all of this. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could probably work something in. I mean, Ray's probably facing Dominic. Um, you can't... I, I, look, I know they're still doing everything with Edge and the Judgment Day, but I would like to... I would not hate to see at, uh, uh, AJ Styles and Finn Balor in a WrestleMania match. Yeah, it just feels like a match we would see on Raw, right? Right, like, right. But with a better story is what I'm trying to get at. With a bigger story, with something that feels hotter. Uh, because these are two guys that you know obviously can go. So I would like to see that. I wouldn't hate that. But with a bigger story. As as I look at the roster, I'm like, ugh, damn. Like, who, who else is who there is for him? <laughs> like, he... It, it's, it's sort of an odd man out situation, possibly, for him. And, and who knows, but... Uh, maybe challenging for the U.S. title, maybe challenging for the Intercontinental title, something like that, depending on on where all the chips fall there. But damn, that is a fantastic question. I, I don't think it should be Judgment Day. I really don't. Um, but See, I, I'll tell you what, AJ, here's, here's is- a good one. Here's a good one. Jay White, if they can land Jay White. I feel like there's too many ifs involved. And if we're looking for a super realistic answer right now, there's not one. Uh, That would be an ideal. That would be ideal. I would love that. But it just just doesn't feel like it's happening right this moment. Um, But I do want to say like the problem with AJ is though that because he's AJ Styles, you want to see him in there with like a really, you know, important, noteworthy competitor. You can't just put him in there with just anybody, you know. You can't just be just some rando to have AJ Styles at a WrestleMania match. You want to see him in there with something of that, somebody that's a big deal. Deshire says Jay White would thrive in WWE. Cody is over, over. Yeah, Jay White would thrive in WWE. He's perfect for it. Ryan Lambert says he's looking forward to the SRS Shelton versus Mia and Shaza match. Uh, I would I would be shocked if I didn't have a match with Shaza in 2023, but we'll see how that goes. Well, all your little brittle bones are going to break. Muted. Matthew Wilkinson says, going to my first Mania this year, haven't seen, heard anything about WrestleMania access. Are they having it this year, and how do I get tickets? Um, you know what? I would say that nothing, nothing of that nature is necessarily guaranteed. Denise, I can tell you that you and I saw a bunch of changes just this past week from a PR perspective, but the regime changes might not necessarily guarantee that. I'll keep you guys up to date though. Deshire says tonight's crowd was on two fire emojis. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Alex says, any updates on Riddle? Was hoping he would return in the Rumble. Became a Fightful Select last uh, member last month and spent the $5. Cheers. Well, thank you for that. I was just thinking about that tonight, Denise. They said six weeks, about eight weeks ago, and he ain't yeah. back. Honestly, it 
has it really been eight weeks? Yeah. Jesus, to me, it's been like three. <laughs> I don't know, man. Clearly, I have no perception of time right now. But it doesn't feel like it's been that long since he's been gone. I think because there's been so much other stuff happening, they did a good job of refocusing things to, uh, you know, other subjects on the card. Yeah, that situation was a, a bit of a mess anyway. Uh, Richie Goodacre says, was the Bianca segment cut for time? I Not that I've, I've heard of. Not that I've heard of. Uh, Jay Miller says, uh, Bray, well, actually, I, I will ask about that because that would make sense, but I haven't heard of it yet. Lots of people talking about Batista's movie, which is heavily promoted here. Denise. Oh my keep God, it. I was so annoyed already. <laughs> I'm going to go watch it this weekend. But keep in mind, when WWE had Batista, they, they wouldn't promote Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians? I'm like, of all movies, like you would promote Guardians of the Galaxy way over this movie that they were promoting, which I don't, I mean, I get it. But damn, bro, we were getting it every three seconds. I think this is going to make a lot of money, though. Jay Miller says, Bray Wyatt cabin match for Batista's new movie. I can see them doing that, Denise. Yeah, that sounds actually very realistic. You're not far off. Uh, Dick Lecoq Johnson says, it'll be Batista all over again, they said. Thought tonight was really fun. Felt more like the early Triple H Raws. Well, that is specifically about what kicked off Raw, I believe. Cody Rhodes, a lot of people thought that, oh no, he's going to get the Batista reaction from like Brian Danielson, listen, I trust the journey. Based on what we saw as, as we in the media were huddled around telephones uh, as we went back to the press room, we're watching some art unfold over on SmackDown at the end of the Royal Rumble. I trust this regime's judgment. You laid it. You let it play out. Play out. I, I, I'm ready to let it play out. Yeah, the two right people won the Royal Rumbles. The right stuff happened. Denise. As Will eloquently pointed out on the the Rumble post show, we were talking about should it be Sammy turning on Roman or Roman turning on Sammy? It was both, and it was perfect. Cody got an amazing reaction tonight. An amazing reaction tonight. Uh, I'm going to go through this segment, but NerdGuru says, I pray Cody's first post-Mania feud, feud can be Randy. I think that is being very optimistic about Randy's physical status, although Cody said he did speak to Randy. And DeShires says people really thought Cody would get booed. Well, he did not. They really, really liked Cody here. He said he's coming for Roman Reigns, but he doesn't have a choice. I, I think it says uh, Demon Diva pointed out the presser. That decision's made for him. He doesn't get to call his own shot. I mean, he could. He could challenge for some other title, as we've seen. But come on, we knew the drill. We know the story. Cody wants that title that his father won that was taken from him, which was the WWF championship. It was it was essentially rescinded. And Cody made that abundantly clear here tonight. He's still all jacked up on Mountain Dew Pitch Black, Denise. It was great to see him. Sometimes you don't know where he's going with these promos, but they always end up really damn good and the crowd loves them. Well, he's ha he was the only person who drank the Mountain Dew at the press conference. Yeah. Triple, no, but Triple H is like, I had a heart condition. I am not about to drink that, about that, <laughs> that stuff right in front of me. But you just know that your insides would feel sticky drinking something like that. It's probably got like 93 Do grams of like sugar. not like Mountain Dew? Oh. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. 
a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hell no. God, Sean, you're so boring. Hell no. Sean, no uh, Mountain Dew tastes good. I don't know about the, I mean, I like Mountain Dew. Damn. Anyway, so in regards to the Cody Rhodes situation and him opening up the show and all of this, I thought that here's the difference. How do I say this? It felt like a big deal to have Cody there. It finally felt like we had somebody else that was more closer to the uh, to the same field that Roman Reigns is in, right? Like it finally felt like we had another big star to cheer for on the show. And that's really how it felt having Cody Rhodes, you know, come back. And the reaction that he got was absolutely phenomenal. I almost kind of felt that this reaction was a little bit better than the one that he got on the Raw after Mania when he came back. Um, this reaction just felt a little bit stronger and it was a lot more instant than that one. So that was kind of cool to see. And then on top of that, I really liked a lot of what he said, uh, throughout this entire promo. Cause really what it was, was him talking about his journey, talking about going back and what he would have told his, um, former 19 year old self. I really like that. He brought up, you know, how he thought he was going to be the next John Cena, how he thought he was going to be champion within two years. And he ends up essentially having this like, you know, rude awakening that things didn't happen that way. And then he kind of plotted out everything that, uh, you know, ended up happening in his life. And he's like, would I go back and tell my 19 year old self that, 
No, I wouldn't because it was part of the journey and it was all completely worth it. And I thought that that was definitely something that I really enjoyed, like the story mode of how he basically ran all of this down. And he did so good at getting so much in in like this really, really quick portion. And then switching gears to Roman Reigns and talking about the one royal family and, you know, talking about the bloodline. And there was these huge boos for Roman Reigns. And I loved it because it just, uh, you know, all of that's lingering from what happened with the bloodline, what happened with Sami Zayn and all of that bled into the reactions at just even the mention of Roman Reigns' name when Cody Rhodes said it during this. So, um, all of this was good. Even the visuals where they turned the camera around and instead of having Roman, like, I mean, sorry, Cody talking in the direction of the WrestleMania sign, he was talking, facing the same side as the WrestleMania sign. So you had the WrestleMania sign, you had Cody, and then the camera staring right into that. I thought that was a really strong visual here too. So I thought they did a really good job of presenting Cody like a star and making it feel like we have somebody else to kind of really get behind us. Love you mentioning the visual. That that was important, and they're very, very good at that. Uh, Dan, the man, said, I bet Sean told Cody that you speak too loud. And <laughs> what's the percentage? Wood says, uh, while AJ is out, have Cody aligned with the Good Brothers. It keeps Bullet Club reference and gives Cody backup for an, he, when he inevitably gets beat up by the bloodline. I actually really wouldn't mind, like, the four hire type of thing of Bullet Club where – where those guys specifically are like, we got your back for now. And hey, if Naomi pops up again, Michin can sort of neutralize her in that situation. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that you could do there because if if WWE picks up Switchblade too, you've got Anderson, Gallows, Balor, Cody, AJ. You've got a lot of Bullet Club. You've got you've got that continuing there as well. Corey says, looking ahead after Mania, if Cody wins the world championship, maybe AJ can be a decent number one contender. Absolutely think he could. For that reason, Bullet Club, Bullet Club, you can play off of that history. I think you are much more likely to play off of history with Triple H there than, than otherwise. Uh, Daniel Smith says, assuming Cody beats Roman at Mania, could you see Jay White debuting on the Raw after Mania to set up an angle or program with Cody? That would be could, incredible. That would be incredible. And... um this is where you play off of history. Say, you guys might not know him, but you're going to. And I think that Cody establishes threats very well. He's very good at putting over his opponents. And he, he'll be like, you know, maybe you guys don't understand how dangerous he is, but his nickname is Switchblade for a reason. And he had the attention of every major wrestling company for a reason. That's the type of thing that Cody says. He maximizes outside yeah. outside companies and and implies their their importance as well. And he kind of did that with Roman Reigns in a little bit of a different manner at the press conference where he was basically saying that Roman Reigns is the only man on this planet that can call himself the, the best wrestler in the world right now. Uh, that was a strong statement to make. And he went, he made it without feeling any sort of remorse on there. So he did a really good job of putting over Roman Reigns during all of that. Orlando says, how about AJ versus Solo? That could be good, but I think that Solo will be on the outside for the Cody match. I think that will be a, a Cody's got to overcome it type I can't of thing. see that being a WrestleMania match right now. Omar Diaz says, when should they split the titles, both main and tag? Not until after Mania. Um, I don't want them to vacate either title either because that minimizes the importance of anything. 
and everything. So I don't want that to happen either. Uh, Sean Gardner says, is Cody going to be the one to beat Roman at Mania? Yeah, I do think so. I, I really, gotta be. I, I think it, it will be. I know a lot of people are saying Sammy. In fact, Trey Cash says, why doesn't WWE realize that um, without The Rock, the biggest main event for Mania is Roman Sammy, not Cody? Or do they feel Roman losing to Sammy would taint his historic run as champion? Because even with the bloodline, Sammy hasn't been made to look strong. Trey spent uh, quite a bit of money on the Super Chat, so I want to make sure we give it some time. I agree that Sammy is a great story right now, but I am willing to look at this and see where it goes because they threw a wrench right at my face with Jey Uso, Denise. Like, I didn't expect that element of this to go down. I didn't expect that at all with Jey Uso. And I am really, really fascinated by that dynamic. And there was a great thread. I, gosh, I wish I, I'm going to scroll down and find out who it was, but uh, the person did this incredible thread and mentioned that, that maybe Jay looked at Sammy and saw Sammy do the thing that he has wanted to do all along, but couldn't put himself to do. After all, like all that Roman has done to Jay Uso. Sami Zayn was the one that had the balls to actually do this. Jimmy never did. Jay never did. And Solo's never been in the position to do that as well. So that's like, a good, that's a good way of seeing things. I didn't see it like that either. Yeah. And uh, when I saw that thread, I was like, okay, I mean, that makes a ton of sense. It was uh, Hollywood J black of SB sports. So I, I encourage you guys to check that out. It's got like 1400 retweets, but this is, a very special thing. And also Cameron, buddy, we're going to get to your super chat. We don't read them in order, uh, but there I'm okay with the Cody thing. Like it's very clear that Cody has been the guy. I always said when people would go, Sean, who should beat Roman Reigns for the title? I'd be like, when you, when you know, you'll know right now, there's two people that I know could do it. The story could be great, but also I believe that Sammy, Losing to Roman Reigns could be a great story as well. I don't think this is going to be a, a Brian Danielson-style revolt that we're facing here. I'm willing to see where they go with this, Denise. So you think if we get Roman and versus Sammy, um, that Roman definitely has to defeat Sammy in this situation? Do you see any scenario where it's Sammy defeating Roman Reigns? Yeah, I could, I could see that possibly. Sure. I think it's I think it's an absolute possibility. And I think that because Sami Zayn is such a strong character and he's done so much character work over the past year or two, a lot of people forget that he is an amazing in-ring wrestler. They they forget the, the Neville match, they forget the 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 Shinsuke Nakamura match. They forget that. But you don't always have to have a happy ending. Sometimes you can have a, a soul-crushing ending. Bro, this is going to be Shakespeare or what? I don't want no tragic ass ending. Well, I think the happy ending we is Kevin Owens. We want a happy Owens. ending, Sean. To me, the happy ending is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn hugging each other and going for the tag team titles, which I think is a, is a really great story. Record setters, just, the Usos. It's, it's more so of which happy story seems more possible. It seems more possible for them to do the happy story of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn getting the tag team titles versus Sami Zayn getting the the, the you know the, the the championship from Roman Reigns. So it's almost like 
it, I feel like, yeah, that's a little bit more on the believable side of things. But I hate saying that. I hate saying that, oh, it's more believable to see him getting the tag team title ver ver versus getting the actual championship. To me, it kind of sounds a little bit demeaning to say that. And I really hate saying that because Sami Zayn has been the story. And you said this when we were when we were sitting down watching WrestleMania and we were watching Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, you, you turned to me and you were like, it's crazy because the main event here is Sami Zayn and he ain't even in the match. Yeah. Yeah, he felt like like it felt like all the eyes in the the building were on Sami Zayn, who was yes. who was just seconding somebody, and that's that's a very special element of storytelling. Not Kevin Owens, one of the best performers of the world, not Roman Reigns, who's held the title for over two and a half years. It's it's Sami Zayn. And hold on, there's one more thing. Sami Zayn is the because of who Sami Zayn is, and because of how he's able to relate and connect with people and do the things that he does. He is the only person that could have made this storyline work. Nobody else. If you would have given this to anybody else, nobody was going to make it work the way that Sami Zayn did. Nobody was going to make it hit the way that Sami Zayn did. And I feel like that deserves a lot of credit within itself. Man, we still got a bunch of super chats about this, which kind of rolls into the Sami video, which kind of rolls into the Switchblade stuff as well. But SAS says, how about AJ versus Gargano? Oh, that would be fun too. But they need to build up Johnny Gargano so much more. They've been treating him like he's a nobody. AE775 says, think we see a split uh, title split post-mania. Also, do you think we see a draft post-mania? I imagine USA wants a present world champion on Raw. I would. It'd be hard to believe they wouldn't want one. If I'm USA Network, I'm a little bit pissy right now because you're not ever getting the world champion. And hey, look what the viewership did last week when they really went all out and had a fantastic show. Viewership killed it. No Monday Night Football anymore. Boy, WWE responded in a big, big way. So yeah, I, I think they should do that. Um, this was, uh, we got, uh, sorry, Great Pepino says, in your opinion, who could you see leave AEW to join Cody and WWE when their contract's in? I mean, Ricky Starks, he's the one that everybody looked at and they're like, well, he's at the Rumble? Oh, my God. Uh, he's sick, got snitched on. People people have friends, but I could see him doing it. I could see the WWE looking at Ricky Starks, and probably Cody's going to go to bat for him, but we're talking about a guy in his early 30s who looks great, can talk his ass off, can wrestle his ass off, carries himself like a star. I could see they're, they're absolutely going to want him. Why would they not want him? Right. And why right. wouldn't he want to pursue that opportunity? Like you yeah. got to keep thinking about, you know, your future and money and all of this other stuff and opportunities. I saw that on uh, Twitter yesterday. He said, damn, they brought back GTV. Yes, I saw great. that. Uh, what's the percentage? Wood says, what's the likelihood that Jay White, Tomatonga, Aldis or Hikaleo ends up in WWE? One of them? I'm going to say 90%. I'm shocked that that Aldis isn't there yet. I'd be surprised if Jay White wasn't there. I'd be shocked if Tomatonga didn't give it a go. And I'd be shocked if Hikaleo didn't um, at least hear them out. Ryan says, what percentage do you put on Jay White going to WWE or AEW? Since my last conversation, I would say about 80%. You know, I still think there's a possibility that New Japan says, okay, maybe we'll sign you to do some stateside stuff. You'll lead the stateside charge for us. And we'll bring you over to Japan for big shows. C-Dust says, got to set front row tonight. After the show, Cody took a fan's banana hat and wore it to the ring. 
tweeted it to both of you. Fantastic. I did see the bananas in the front row. <laughs> David Weissman says, maybe an unpopular opinion. I hope Roman Reigns beats Bruno's title reign. That sounds like a horrible idea. A very unpopular long opinion. Time. We're Be talking like time. five more years. No, thanks. Broadway Joe says that they're in a tough spot. If you do Zane and Roman, it messes up a lot. But he is the biggest star bar Roman right now. Yeah, he is. But let's see how it works out. Let's see where the story goes. I'm not ready to say right now that that is definitely what we should do. If this were a year ago and it were Vince, I'd be able to be like, yeah, or else he's going to screw this up pretty bad because that's what Vince did. Vince perpetually screwed things up. He he built like, like once the shield came through, he, Vince McMahon, built like one star. Otherwise, there would be people brought up for, from NXT and made less than what they were in NXT. Bianca Belair is a nice exception. And even when she showed up on Raw, Denise, they parked her for like eight months on main event, just sitting there. So uh, I, I have just, a lot more confidence in Triple H. I would like to see what a uh, world looks like with Sami Zayn as champ. I would like to see what that would look like. Sure. I'm curious because I don't have a nest. I don't necessarily have a vision for what it might look like. And I feel like I would really like to see what, what that would be like. One of my favorite matches ever is Sami Zayn versus Neville. When Neville lost the NXT championship to Sammy. And you want to talk about heat. <laughs> you want to talk about something good, Denise. What if they replayed that where Sami Zayn wins the world championship and then Owens turns on him again? Oh, God. I mean, this is just going to keep going for like the rest of our lives. <laughs> My God. <laughs> They're just going to be having trust issues forever. <laughs> Daniel says, could you see Jay returning at Elimination Chamber and costing Sammy? That would be a neat trick. Him popping up in Canada. Uh, Cameron says, no cap. I would love for Jimmy versus Jay at Mania. Me too. That would be a great story as well. Like I, w I wouldn't hate that at all because I I feel like especially given everything that's been going down with the bloodline and Jay is so clearly kind of being on a different page, it's a very easy story to go with. And I think there will be some intrigue. And it's not like they haven't done brother versus brother uh, before at WrestleMania. Man, we are getting so many super chats, humper chats about this. I love it. I love that you guys are interested in it. Jacob went out. I mean, we're we're not even halfway through the first segment of the show. Good. Jacob I want my bonus today. Oh, you're getting it. Jacob says, Sammy and Jay versus Jimmy and Solo for the tag titles. I don't think they would do that, but, you know, anything's possible. I think it's got to be Owens and Sammy. And I think that Owens probably shouldn't trust Zane yet. So he's going to go through the same thing that he went through with Roman Reigns where Roman Reigns wasn't trusting him, but now with Kevin Owens? Yes. Poor guy. Can't catch a break, man. He's a shithead to everybody. He shouldn't. Man. He's a weasel. No, That's his whole thing. No, no. Sami Zayn was showing that he was pretty loyal to the bloodline. Sure, but now he's not. Now he's the weasel. Well, yeah, because circumstances changed. Weasel. David Weissman says WWE champion Sami Zayn speak it into existence. Andrew Cool says Roman, Jay, Sammy, Solos, <laughs> Kevin, Jimmy, a bloodline chamber. Well, I mean, again, that's just not a possibility due to criminal records and stuff. But Broadway Joe says they're in a tough spot. If you do Zane and Roman, it messes uh, up a lot. But he is, uh, we already read that one. Luis! 
Louise why, is you rusty. Blame, why do you gotta blame Louise? Like, you should have remembered that we read that one already. I read whatever's on my screen. I am like Ron Burgundy. Uh, Trey says, I said I'm going to on- start sending in some bomb ass super chats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trey says, I said on here a few months uh, back that the Bloodline story has a chance of being WWE's best story ever. And it is April 22nd, 2022. This all started. I do. I do think it's one of WWE's best wow. stories. I think it's up there with Batista and Triple H. I think it's up there with Hogan and Savage. I think it's one of the best stories that WWE has ever told. And the, the perhaps the most impressive thing is that it happened across multiple regimes, Denise. It happened with an absolutely abysmal, horrible, scary, shitty regime, and one that was still catching its footing as it well. It was meant to be, man. It was meant yeah. to be no matter what. We were meant to have this. Uh, we Cody. deserved it, man. We deserved it through all the other shit we sat through. Cody uh, says, get any text, DMs, or T about Hardy's concert at Royal Rumble. Uh, yes, somebody told me they'd rather listen to Rebby Hardy sing than this Hardy. <laughs> there was Man, a lot of I viral I really was not paying attention to that concert. So for me, it wasn't bad because I didn't pay attention to it. I was like doing something else. I don't even know what I was doing. Henry Martin, SRS, any 2K23 news? Uh, me and Denise will let you know in about three days. Cameron says, my bad, Sean. Thought you all did read them in order. No biggie, but we don't. For those of you that are new, we don't read these in order. Our great moderator, Luis, um, puts these Bro, on. Bro, you just buried Luis like two minutes ago. Muted. Puts them on the back end, and then we read them. G-Bro says, if you want a happy ending, use the code Fightful. And I think somebody sent a super chat saying, uh, get a happy ending at FightfulSelect.com, which we appreciate Yeah, well. I've. I know what a happy ending is, by the way. Just making sure everyone knows that Do I you, know have you Have you gotten one? No, I haven't had a happy ending. Really? Yeah, no, because I don't want to go to those places. Why no not? Thanks. You got something something against Yeah, I do. Sorry, I'm wow, not going to go be really? get, trying to get some. No. Denise. What? I'm sorry. Shaming, are you shaming sex workers? What's wrong with you? That's not what it is. That's what no, it is. happy Denise, ending is it. different. Isn't that when you go to those like those like places to get a massage and then like you think it's a massage, but it's not really a massage. And instead they do other things to you. Like what? What do they do to you? Does it look like I would know? You said you you didn't know. Why do you think I will never go to go get like a random ass massage at some place? Because like you can hop in there because you're going to get a back rub. And next thing you know, you you mean something else. Do you mean a random ass massage or a random ass massage? Like, I, I'm interested. Denise, you said uh, that you know what happened. And then you're like, what? You expect me to know what, what goes on there? I'm asking you. I'm asking I'm you like, to educate our audience. That's my extent Aren't, of the knowledge listen, of a happy ending. You, you show up thinking you're getting a massage. And then it turns out to be a lot more than you asked for. And that's where I'm like, no, thanks, bro. I would not go to that. What is In what way? Aren't you the journalist here? Aren't you supposed to educate us? I'm sorry. I'm not going out I'm and doing here. research listen, on no freaking happy ending ho- massage place. I just sat here all day and listened to people on the internet bitch about us not asking the hard questions. I'm asking not just the hard questions. I'm asking the erect questions right now, Denise. Tell us what it is. What what is? I already told you what I told what I thought a happy ending was. But it, what more of what? More of a massage? Like do they do they do it for longer? Like what what happens? I'd rather not go into that. 
going to what? I'm not going to get into that. Continue you, on with the super chats. You said that you knew, and Raphael agrees. I do know. Stenographer. I do know. Then why aren't you telling us? What's the big deal? Because there's people and family and children watching well, the show, and I'm, I'm in my PG era. Dan, the man says, thank you for always making my day better. You guys bright might brighten my day up. I guess you could say we give him a happy ending every day, Denise. Is that what you meant? Nope. I'm not giving anyone no happy endings. So what you want our you want our audience to be sad. You want our yes. audience to be upset. Yes. And and look at this, Denise. Look at what you're causing. <laughs> oh man. Look at what you're <laughs> they causing. Sensed <laughs> they sensed it. <laughs> Poor they, bots be coming they... in invading for some happy endings. Richie says, I think these people know what they're getting when they go to these places, Denise. Yeah. Okay, but that's this is my question. Like, how do you know which place you're really going to get a massage and which place you're going to get a happy ending? You see what I mean? Denise. How do you know? How do you know? Denise. Does the chat want to educate her? Does the chat want to let people know? It's not like you can actually put it out on your window and say, hey, happy ending right here. I think they're, they're pretty good indicators of, of, of how. Watch, Listen. I'm going to start going to all my local massage places and I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to like vlog it and everything. Okay, Denise out on the scene. Let's go. Denise <laughs> vlogging. Denise, did you get a happy ending recently? No. <laughs> Well, I've I wish... never gone to a massage parlor. Huh. For this specific reason. Just because of that. Yes, you're afraid because it's I happen. don't know that if I walk in, I'm going to get more than I want. Uh, Denise, listen. <laughs> no offense. I don't think you're the demographic. Why? Only happy endings are only for men? Rude. What uh, if primarily? I want a happy yeah. ending? What if I want a happy ending? Can I not go get myself a happy ending? Um, I don't know, Denise. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that's kind of rude. If a lady wants to get a happy ending, she should be allowed to get one. I agree. I mean, to me. I agree, too. To me, I think anybody that wants to get that in a consensual business situation, sure, more power to you. Is it my thing? No, but you know what? If I I don't see why that that should be like taboo or against the law, let, let them do the damn thing. But I mean, like Demon Diva agrees with you. Yeah, I should be you. able to just say. Um. <laughs> um so I Denise, you again. <laughs> no, I'm just mind boggled that you would bring this up. Like I don't even know how this conversation started. You! It wasn't me. I would never start a conversation like that. I, I haven't even like read or done our sponsor read yet. I don't have plausible deniability to go to Nord and be like, I swear I didn't know she was going to talk about it. By the this. way, I did get in trouble one time. Did you? With remember, you don't remember that one time I got in trouble? Not with this sponsor, with another sponsor? No. Who was it? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to call out our sponsor. I don't think they're a sponsor here no more. But well, one of the sponsors got mad because I said the word shit. And then oh, you yeah, went yeah. into the ad read. Yeah, and yeah. I, 
I got in true. trouble for that. That's true. They did hit me up and they said they're not as forgiving as uh, Blue Chew. Uh, yeah. Jacob McRae says tuned in in an interesting spot. And David Weissman is just handing out random dollars. I assume this is like for the fund. Like, or is this for the, the Denise Research Fund? Uh, and Line Drive says the Raw Post Show. Come for the grab. Stay about the vice crimes discussion. We're still in the middle of segment one. We're still in. We haven't even got to Judgment Day showing. Okay, up. go then. Start. 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 What? How do I? How do I move on from this, Denise? The Judgment Day comes out. Cyclops says Denise says she's going to blog her happy ending. She's too nice to realize what she's saying. Cyclops says once again. Denise says way too much and regrets what she said. We're on minute four of happy endings. Thanks, step host. One LT photo says, is this the SGS variety hour? Amish electrician says, happy ending was my favorite Sunday at Friendly's. The judgment day comes out. The judgment day comes out and. <sighs> they set up a match with Cody later in the night. David Gold says, Sean, I saw your tweet and I sprinted over here. What there, tweet? There are people just tearing their ACLs running to our show right now because I tweeted that you're, you're talking about happy endings. You promoted this? When? I didn't even see you type anything out. Well, it's because I'm a professional, Denise. I got people saying, let her cook. Uh, Rob Wilkins says, I'm offering FIFA Selectus subscribers a happy ending with Coexisting After Dark with Rob and Maggie every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, okay, but I was right about a happy ending, though, right? Yeah. Like, I was right about what it is. You didn't say what it is. What is I it? I already told you what it is. When somebody goes to a massage place and they end up getting more than a massage. What is more than a massage? Like, like high five or handshake or... I mean, they're shaking something, but it ain't Good. your hand. Yeah. Um, or I don't know if you would shake it, actually. You'd probably have a different technique for that. I would hope, Denise. <laughs> I would hope. I'm done. Please move on. Damn. I'm done. Izzy says, what if we can't get stiff for happy endings? What is, is any sort of pill for that? What do you mean? Like, do you have a stiff back when you're at your massage? Or are you getting it loosened up? Like, what's going on here? I'm waiting for Denise to explain it still. Daniel Brown says, my wife just walked in and said, WTF, are you listening to? Going to check out divorce attorneys tomorrow. Great. Why are you getting divorced? Two podcasters were talking about happy endings. William Buner says, Denise is too innocent for us. Love you both. Denise is brilliant. Uh Denise's happy ending says a monster stupor chat and says, great story, compelling and rich. Well, that's going to do it for all of us here at Fightful Select. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Sean Ross Sapp. Is that what Taylor Swift's song Shake It Off was about? Tune no in comments. next week when Denise learns about the birds and the bees. Well, they set up a match for later in the night. Edge comes out, helps out Cody. With the attack. Cody uh, Bondra says, Sammy body slams Roman in Elimination Chamber, gets a count out when the entire locker room comes out to celebrate while KO waves the Canadian flag. That is not happening, but that is also a happy ending. I think that's what, what Denise uh, was talking about. JM says, 
any reason why NXT men were not in the Rumble. They had a, they're leaning out of over the top surprises, legends, a lot of that stuff. Uh, they're kind of picking and choosing where they're using it. They, they like their roster right now. Sean Murphy says AJ versus Gunther at Mania. Oh, I want Brock and Gunther. Roy- that would be amazing. And I feel like they teased it at the Rumble and they left us wanting just, they didn't give us enough of a tease though. It was very, very first base. Not even, they didn't even get to first base on this tease. Yeah, no happy ending for them there. Just stuck at first base. Roy Costin says, if we get Brock Gunther at Mania, we could have that plus Theory Cena, KO, and Sammy, and the Usos, and Cody Roman. Makes all the titles feel huge. No one feels lesser. I think that Brock challenging for the IC title would be great, and it's something Triple H would do. KE775 says, think Triple H will be looking to sign anyone away from a pro- any prominent women away from AEW or Impact, Thunder Rosa, Jordan Grace, etc. I think that Triple H would absolutely look at a Jordan Grace and say, please give me her. Let me get her as soon as possible. There's yeah, more. Absolutely. There's so many people from, from so many women from Impact that I think he would, he would definitely grab, I think. Terminal Bliss says, Jay, Zane, Owens versus Solo. Uh, Jimmy reigns down the road to Mania. Thoughts? Yeah, and then then Jay turns on Sammy and Owens, and yeah, I could absolutely see that happening. Perhaps. I agree. TGO says, my favorite Monday night parents talking about happy service needs. Please, SRS, please. Nye being back is a joke, please. They don't need her for anything. Haven't necessarily heard anything about her being really back. But she got merch, though. What did that mean? She's back? Maybe that was a part of the agreement to do the thing is sell me some, sell some of my merch. They've, okay. they've done it before. Uh, it'd be smart of her. I, I love the way that they did it. I love the way that they had her come in and get ganged up on and thrown out because a lot of people were like, oh boy. Sheldon says, uh, Denise just had to go down the rabbit hole about happy endings and now she's getting exactly what she asked for a Monday night happy ending. That's true. I'm going to give myself a bonus. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Cody or Daniel Brown says unpopular opinion. Love Cody as a wrestler, even a promo. Can't stand forcing the baby face down our throats. Don't want him to dethrone Roman. Daniel, my friend, listen to the crowd. That was not forcing it down people's throats. The people wanted this. Matthew Wilkinson says, does Roman disappear after losing to Cody? I think when he loses the title, I think he does leave for a little bit. I I absolutely do. And he deserves it. He deserves this break for sure. Yes. John Wick says, separate the titles off Roman, having him lose the WWE title to Cody on night one, universal title, and mantle to Jay on night two. He ain't losing the universal title to Jay. It it ain't going to be Jay. Jay is down the list now. Do you still think there's a possibility, though, of having having Roman defend one of each title for each night of WrestleMania, or do you think it's just going to be the one with Cody Rhodes? I could see that. I could see Cody beating him night one. And then what sends Roman really into his spiral is Sammy winning night two. I can see that happen. Broadway Joe says, if Sammy doesn't get the title match, then the tag match should be main night one. Feel sorry for the women not getting it two years in a row, but it is what it is. Well, the irony is I'm going to go ahead and talk about the Rhea Ripley segment. Rhea Ripley picked Charlotte Flair. That's the long and short of it. She wants her win back. I feel like Bianca and Rhea is a bigger marquee match, especially considering that we know that Bianca is Mrs. WrestleMania. Every year at WrestleMania, she has match of the year contenders at WrestleMania, and I fully believe she could do that with Rhea and finish the show. 
I also feel like there's a story there too, because as we mentioned before, when Bianca won the Rumble, it was with Rhea being the, you know, the second to last person in the Rumble. And I feel like, I almost feel like you can go and tell this whole story about how all these amazing and wonderful things happened for Bianca and Rhea kind of had to go like the longer route to finally get to this, you know, point where she's at. So there's a story to be told there, but with her picking Charlotte, it was the obvious, I guess you can say choice considering you know the events that unfolded at wrestlemania 36 so uh it was it my would it would it was it personally my pick for wrestlemania maybe not but i still think that they're gonna tell a i think they're gonna have a really good match and i know it's gonna be a nice moment for uh for rhea ripley i'm predicting that she's clearly going to be defeating charlotte flair and that's the thing though that this does feel very very uh predictable whereas even though if it was Rhea and Bianca, I think for the most part, many of us would have still been predicting for Rhea. There still would have been a slight, well, what if Bianca actually defeats her? And I don't think I necessarily have that with Rhea and Charlotte. With Rhea and Charlotte, it feels more straightforward that it's going to be Rhea getting the win. But I feel, I, I hope that on their way there, that they make the story feel really hot. That's what I want. I want a really hot story going into this. I know I'm going to get a good match because I know that Rhea and Charlotte can definitely go. Um, um, but yeah, it was, it, it, I think it was the more uh, realistic option there with already a story, but they could have had that story too with Bianca. Yeah, I agree. Uh, now I think the match will be killer. Uh, Line Drive says, I get people wanted Rhea and Bianca, but that should feel like Austin and Rock, and I don't think that happens in three months. It could. I mean, that's that's how you develop it. You have two undeniable forces. They clash. You see who wins. And that competition brings out the best of them. Uh, I think Charlotte and Rhea will have an incredible match, though, and actually in front of a crowd. The Line Drive says, personally, I'm really excited for Charlotte and Rhea running it back. Long past due for Rhea to get that win back. It's going to be nice to see a face Rhea again because she isn't getting booed versus Charlotte. Completely true. She is not getting booed against Charlotte. She shouldn't get booed against Charlotte. Uh, I, I Charlotte is always going to be a heel deep down. Did you see where Charlotte forgot she was a baby face a few weeks ago and snatched the title away from the ref? <laughs> there's great. been there's been a lot of those not not like a lot of those moments but like there's been noticeable things where it's hard to not have to me charlotte is a natural heel and uh i think she feels that way too and you can see it in like a lot of like even just like her tone and the way that she says the thing she says even when she's supposed to be a baby face well i uh let's go into eo and candace right now because we're gonna parlay this right into one after the other uh, about how we're getting Elimination Chamber because I am stoked about that. EO Sky defeats Candice LeRae. Um, well, I just want to say this is what you get when Mia Yim manages you. You're going to lose. If you're anywhere near the vicinity of me, look, AJ's out for months. He hung out with Mia Yim like twice and all of a sudden he breaks his ankle. Uh, coincidence? I don't think so. All of a sudden Candice LeRae gets that ass beat by EO Sky. Well, that's going to happen. Hey, can we get SRS versus Mia Yim at WrestleMania 39? I'm a bigger star than her, so probably not. I'm just um, saying it could be like influencer versus wrestler. <laughs> which, yeah, I agree. She is a she is a pretty good influencer. And oh, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm definitely a better wrestler than her. But uh, Candice LeRae, she's not winning a lot of matches. I hope this is a catalyst for something. I have long thought that she needs a partner. 
I think that her and a partner challenging Dakota and EO would make an awful lot of sense. Um, David Weissman says, is the numbers game of damage control getting old? It is. And I think that Becky is about to head towards getting some help there, which uh, we'll talk about shortly. But I mean, we can also talk about that now. Bailey comes out in her finest pimp suit, uh, not happy later on. Becky Lynch wants her match next week. She's getting her match next week, even though Bailey doesn't want to. She whips Dakota Kai's ass, beats her over the leg with a chair, uh, which Corey Graves kind of gave it away accidentally during the earlier match by saying that Dakota got hurt at the Royal Rumble. So there's an awful lot of this that ties one into the other, into the other, into the other. There, there's just so much here. KE775 says, do you think next week is the end of Becky Bailey, or do you think it stretches to Mania? Well, considering we don't have any idea what's going on, we don't have any remote clue what might be Becky and Bailey, or, or what might be for Becky, but they've got to have something. They've got to have something up their sleeve. Denise. I think it will go to WrestleMania for sure, especially after tonight. Okay, so do you remember like two weeks ago when they had that whole promo uh, exchange and we were kind of coming on here and we were like, eh, nothing really happened. It was there. Well, this time, I mean, Bailey definitely made sure that there was something to talk about between her and Becky because she had a killer line uh, that I did not see coming whatsoever. And that was her basically telling uh, Becky Lynch how she wasn't good enough for this and she wasn't good enough for that. And then she ended it with, uh, you're not even good enough for your husband, Seth freaking Rollins. And then she went on to say, like, I thought that was enough of a bird. I thought that was it, right? But she kept she, she kept it going and she goes, the only reason... He married you is because he knocked you up. You, you can tell they were going above and beyond to make this personal. They wanted yes. to add something to that. And they officially did that. I'm sorry, but with a line like that, I'm sorry, but they got to go. You know, Becky's need and to be, this needs to be pissed. I know a lot of people were upset that that match got canceled last week. And understandably so because of the lack of women on Raw 30. However, I think that angle, the Royal Rumble and this promo made that cage match way more interesting than it was going right? to be last week. I remember saying that on the show where I'm like, I feel like this is kind of a blessing in disguise. And it was. And I feel like a little bit more interested now in this steel cage match than I did when it was supposed to happen at Raw 30. Because when it was supposed to happen at Raw 30, I was more so looking forward to it just because I knew it was going to be a good match. But I wasn't necessarily too invested in the story versus now I'm more invested in the story uh, with Bailey and uh, Becky. Jared says, who do you think damage control faces at Mania? I think it'll be like a four-team thing, assuming that whatever's wrong with Dakota isn't serious. Hopefully not. AS says, Dexter brings an axe to help Gargano win. Mia doesn't bring anything, and Candice loses. Loomis is greater than Mia. That, that's a fantastic super chat. Thank you for that. Uh, Nurguru says, the Becky versus Bailey promo was awesome. Steel cage match should be great. Should be a chamber qualifier, actually. But like I said, that sixth spot is definitely Nia or Ronda, and both of them suck eggs. Give Becky Piper and Alba to even the odds. I'm begging. So let's talk about what I love and what I don't love about Elimination Chamber. I absolutely love what the Elimination Chamber is for this time. It is for the U.S. title on the men's side. We've got qualifiers. This was announced before the show. Austin Theory defending against five people. On the women's side, Adam Pierce have announced tonight it is uh, for a shot at Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Good. I love this. 
He says four women have already qualified. Those are the final four in the Royal Rumble. You got Raquel, you got Nikki, you got Liv. Uh, I can't remember who else was in it. Um, but uh, um, we, we either way, we got it. And we've got a fatal four-way next week. Raquel, Asuka, Liv, Nikki Asuka. are the four in. And yes. then, yeah. Asuka. Later on, we see Carmella back. Wonderful to see her back. Carmella is getting a fatal four-way next week against uh, Piper, all kinds of people. We'll, we'll get to that. Candice and yeah. There you go. Candice and Michin. Oh, might as well make yeah, it a triple yeah. threat. <laughs> might as well make it a, a triple threat there. <laughs> I love that that is for top contendership, Denise, because the one thing I've always hated about Elimination Chamber is, one, where it is on the calendar. I always thought it was really dumb when they would have five people get a title shot three weeks after one person had to beat 29 other people to get a title shot. It really undermined that. So if they had made that like a Survivor Series thing like it was originally or moved it to the fall, that would have made more sense. But this makes an awful lot of sense to me. It makes the U.S. title seem more important. You got Seth qualifying in a bit, which we'll talk about. But for a top contender spot, it's like, all right, you guys did really well in the Royal Rumble. Now you qualify. That made sense to me. They got in based on merit. They could have had qualifying matches, sure, but it made an awful lot of sense to me. And uh, we're seeing Carmella back. We're seeing a fatal four-way with stakes next week. I just know they're going to put Ronda in that goddamn match, which I'm not pumped for because I don't want to see Ronda uh, challenging for the title. But how are you feeling about the Elimination Chamber stakes right now? Well, I got to agree with you in terms of I like that, first of all, I like that there's a reason, like a purpose but not just, I like that they're different though, that the men's and the women's aren't matching matchy in terms of like them being for like the exact same thing. And I did like that the last four women in the Rumble qualified instantly into the Elimination Chamber because that to me makes sense for them to do that. So I was very happy about that. In terms of like who I'm like looking at this and I'm feeling a little bit torn because with the women that are already announced for the Elimination Chamber, I feel like the only person that I can really truly see going up up against a Rhea Ripley here is maybe Asuka, maybe Liv. I don't see it being Nikki Cross. I don't see it being Raquel. And with the fatal four-week qualifying match, I don't really see it being any of those four women either. So um, with the last and final spot, I mean, like you mentioned, Nia Jax or Ronda Rousey, um, I don't know. Ba- if Bailey I would... versus Becky should be a qualifier. Why would it not be? That too. I feel like that should be included as well. That would add even more, even more to that. But I mean, I, I'm I'm a little bit kind of feeling uh, a little underwhelmed, I guess you can say, with maybe right now where I'm at with the story wise. There's not anybody that I'm necessarily from the options, necessarily yearning for them to be against Bianca Belair for WrestleMania. I, I could change my mind later, but right now that's how I feel. Hannah asked if Dakota is actually injured. Corey Graves said she was on TV, but it's hard to say. It really well, is hard to say. What do you say, say I, Sean? Because you know, know you're the dirt sheep boy. I'll try to find out. Broadway Joseph's wild prediction after the cage. Bailey and Becky have a respect moment. Damage control turns on her. Becky comes back for the save. There's your WrestleMania tag. Yeah, I would. I think that would be fun too. I think that could be uh, pretty cool. Be different. It'd be different. But I fear that EO and Dakota would maybe be directionless. You know, you know who I wouldn't hate to see leading them? Asuka. I think that would be really fun too. 
I really like Bailey leading damage control. So for those reasons only, I'm going to say no, just because I really like her leading damage control. I love damage control. I, I do. Think, I'm a fan. I think Asuka leading them could be like the mob thing that a lot of people have fantasy booked for Hikaru Shida, because that's how Asuka looked tonight. She looked amazing. Like, and she looked cool. I watched the Rumble back uh, today. The, the Her music hitting and stuff, the production was terrible. You didn't know it was Asuka for like, 15 seconds based on anything. But when she did the reveal, oh my God, that was so good. Yeah, it looked so really good. cool on the screen. Balab says matches with stakes almost as good as matches with stakes. <laughs> I love when things make sense. U.S. title elevated by being a chamber match. It is. Corey King says if they introduce a new unified title design after Cody went at Mania, do you think they'll do a throwback to the winged eagle or big gold? Um, I think that if anybody was going to do that, it'd be a guy like Triple H who understands the value of having an appealing belt. But I if do... they just put Cody's tattoo on the belt. <laughs> That's his smoking skull. And then make it spin like the Cena belt. Oh, no. Oh, no. The side plates are just a picture of his pack torn like that. That's the only thing we got there. That'd be the, red, the... white and blue or something like oh, that. Oh, man. Samel says all the women in EC are baby faces. Who do you think is the one uh, to make the turn? Who, who do you think is going to be the one to make the turn? Them or Bianca? Oh, Bianca. I don't think she's turning. She is so naturally likable. Yeah. Tamel, like she is so naturally likable. Whenever she goes heel, like I, I can't wait to see what they cook up for her because it's going to change everything about her. I know. She like, comes out and she's all spunky and she's flipping her braid and she's hopping to the ring. And when you meet her, she is really just as likable yeah. as she is on TV. Like she is so good. But also I could see her doing a, I am every bit as good as every one of you say that I am type of thing. Like I see a lot of like RVD in her. You know what I mean? Like that type of heel would be really good. Like somebody who is as good as they they think they are type of that's, thing yeah that's good but i do think that uh i think that carmella is probably a, a, gonna be a bit heelish if she gets added i i think that ronda will probably be a heel too and will be in there but thank you for that super chat to mel that's actually a very good question i take uh, it you're not rooting for ronda who would you prefer ronda or naya i'd prefer ronda i'd prefer ronda yeah without a doubt without a doubt By a long shot <laughs> <laughs> Big Redhead says, I love the way they handled, handled the women's chamber match. Makes the Rumble matter more. Yes, it does. It shows you that if you perform well in that Royal Rumble, it's it's going to be worth it, or it could be worth it. And um, I, I kind of hope that they make that like a thing where once you get to the Final Four, you might have guaranteed yourself a title shot. Like that could be, that is a lot of added stakes there. And that would encourage people to to want to enter later. I think that's fantastic. Like if we go into next year's Royal Rumble and it's known that that could happen, I think that's really, really cool. KE775 says, who do you have winning the fatal four-way women's match and elimination chamber match? Do you think there's a non-title women's match on the card this year? I do think there's a non-title women's match. I unfortunately think it'll be Rousey. Oof. I don't think it should be. Her work was just not good. I, ironically, her best match was the one against Raquel. Yeah, it was when, not bad. She, that one was not bad. I would actually, I would love for it to be Raquel. I would love to see Raquel and Bianca. 
Raquel got a really nice reaction, obviously in Texas, but she got yeah. a really nice reaction. They've got something there. She just, she hasn't had her like glow up moment just yet, but she could have it soon. Tug Nuggets says, any already excited about Elimination Chamber matches this year? I expect Evil Asuka to win and face Bianca, but I really hope Liv gives something good for Mania this year instead of throwing her into a random tag team again, especially after her Rumble showing thoughts. I wouldn't want to put her right now in a random tag team personally. I I mean, uh, I'm not against it, but I'd still prefer seeing Liv Morgan do her thing uh, singles-wise. And I feel like even... You know, obviously Rhea was the one that won the Rumble and had all the accolades and, you know, everything and all of this and that. But I really like that Rhea took the time to make sure for during the presser when she answered your question to not forget that Liv Morgan was there too. And yeah, she came in at number two, but she went, you know, all the way, you know, obviously just a little bit short of Rhea, but still she was part of that. And I feel like that's something to, you know, I don't know. You got to reward that couple other options. Uh, Asuka versus Bianca would be very, very good under this. this. And uh, SAS brings up a very, very good one that I think could work. And I'll tell you how. He says, Naomi is a surprise entrant. If Naomi comes back as a heel, I think that the promo work and stuff there playing off of the real life situation could be great. Where she worked it into her return contract that she would be in that match without qualifying and she goes straight to WrestleMania and even works it into her deal that she's the sixth person in the chamber. And Bianca can be like, you didn't earn this. You you think they would actually explain all of that? I mean, I would hope they would. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do it. That's true. It is a new regime. Yeah. I would I love wouldn't that. expected them to explain all of that with Vince. Kevin Lee says, what happened to Bianca's time tonight? Where were Bliss and Uncle Howdy? Notice Bliss always misses time after pay-per-view match. Maybe she's getting happy endings tonight. I don't Aww. think so. <laughs> uh, they weren't planned for the show. Uh, Bianca was, and they switched it to a digital segment. Uh, sometimes they go short on time. Unfortunately, has been the women getting cut. And I'm, I'm, I'll work to find out if it were cut, if it was cut or not. We are still barely into this show, so I'm going to get through uh, some of these chats. Uh, did you do the Seth Rollins-Chad Gable match? No, so we're going to. Seth Rollins beats Chad Gable. They have fantastic chemistry, as you would expect there. I love that they did this. This is a match that we haven't seen done to death, Denise, but they added stakes to it. A U.S. title qualifier match. This made all the sense in the world to book. It was wonderful. I'm this so was, glad they did this. This was the best qualifier match that we saw. It was one of my favorite matches of the night period. Uh, the early spots that we saw from Jad, Chad Gable were absolutely incredible. Uh, the back and forth between them. Uh, I loved it, man. There, when the ways that Gable would get the ankle lock on Seth Rollins, like it was smooth, man. It was so enjoyable to watch. It was crisp. It was fun. Loved it. Love that. Love that they were they're putting Seth in there with other people that can have slappers too. Uh, also, I want to say, and me, me and Denise both talked about this. Chad Gable is great. I love at him. Press. Yes, I love him. I like. I got to just have a good conversation with him about amateur wrestling. He told us. He told me about how when they changed the rules, he ended up getting power bombed and won a match. I would love if somebody had footage of that. But uh, Rollins and, and Gable put on a slapper. Uh, Gargano defeated Corbin. I thought this was a really good match, too. Uh, it was eh. I, I thought it was really good. Corbin works really, really well. Uh, 
uh, works really, really well against people that work a fast pace because he can work that pace. He can absolutely do it. Man played high level football, uh, and and he can he can do that. But then we had the character work on the outside with Dexter Loomis smashing I'm the, over the hatchet. It. I'm over it. I'm sorry. This too. is not for me. This is I not am for too. me. The only one I, I liked was the choke slam on the barricade. Everything else was bleh. I liked the the counter out of the end of days as well. I liked JBL's reaction to the the hatchet. That was good. Him and his baggy ass pants just running away. <laughs> uh, but he should have slashed his baggy pants. I'm just happy to see gargano in the ring again and the way that this match is shaping up i think this elimination chamber is going to be a slap or two richie goodacre says gable would make a great u.s champion one day he absolutely would and it looks like otis is going to make a great model denise i am pumped about this reese power says give it a month and maximum male models will be like stupid sexy otis but otis will be spelled otis maximum no, male otis. models <laughs> OTs, yes. OTs. Maximum male models are backstage, and Mansois and Masse are like, ugh. But Maxine is like, oh, wow. Oh my gosh, they're going to give them a makeover. I just, have you ever watched the other guys with is Will Ferrell? Will, Fer Will Ferrell, yeah, kind and, of. I remember it. And Mark Wahlberg's character is just puzzled uh, over how Will Ferrell is such a ladies' man. That's Otis. Otis like has Maxine and Mandy and all these women after him. People just love him. And I want more maximum male models. And I I'm really want. I'm terrified of this. I'm terrified of this. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm going to wait and see. I ain't going to be like everything that I've seen for maximum male models has been it. a waste of my life. No. I don't know. No, I... no. I'm wait and see. I'm not going to be jumping off. Remember the Mandy. Nope. nope. Remember the Mandy pool segment with Otis? It's that was gonna funny. Be that, that was it's going to be that turned way up. I can't wait. Uh, Chelsea Green is back, as for, reported by Fort, Fightful, Fortful Select. Damn, Fightful. you don't even know where you work no more. I know. FightfulSelect.com. <laughs> you plugged so much, you don't even Muted. FightfulSelect.com reported that Chelsea Green was coming back, and we reported that she was getting a Karen gimmick. She has tweeted, my name is Chelsea. It is not Karen. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing wrong with me asking for the manager when something is not done properly or efficiently. We have seen what Chelsea Green can do with the hot mess character. This looks like a very pork. Good. That's good. We're talking about this segment now, Denise. Uh, we have seen what Chelsea Green can do with the hot mess character. I'm very excited to see her work a comedic style character on the main roster. How do you think this one will go? I'm very excited about it. This was some that was what you teased to me that one time on the private chat. And once you told me about it, I was like, okay, that's very exciting. And instantly when I saw that spot at the Royal Rumble, it was clear that that was the direction that they were going in. I like this. This was funny, her going in there and asking for her water and her chocolates and this and that. I'm excited for them to how do I explain this? I want them to toe the line a little bit here with this one. I want I want to see Chelsea not just be demanding but kind of play to a little bit of what we've seen in the real world, you know? Get a little edgy with it, but in a good way, in a tasteful way. I, I think they could have a lot of fun with this type of character. She's one of those talents, like, you're not going to have match of the years out of her, but she's a television star. Like, that. that's what Chelsea Green is. And anybody that saw the hot mess angle knows that it's, it's like, she's got an opportunity here. 
Uh, Richie Goodacre says, overall decent episode. VIP lounge went way too long. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that went way too long. agree. I I didn't want to see it in the first place because I'm over talk shows on wrestling. I know, ironic, huh? But yeah, I'm just over talk shows. I did not want to see this from the very beginning. I think they had an they they could have had an opportunity to swerve me on this and make me, you know, change my mind. It never happened. Aaron Ruiz says, is Cena Theory match still on the maps? He keeps dropping things like Ruthless Aggression and The Champ. They filmed something, as reported by FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe today. We just got back over 9,000 subscribers, which after people got done getting bitten and all that crazy stuff, I didn't know if we'd ever get back there. But thank you guys so much. Just $5. Promise it's worth it. Not going to go heavy on the shills tonight because you all have super chatted our asses off. But FightfulSelect.com. I got some interesting Brock news coming this week as well. Uh, But VIP Lounge, uh, Austin Theory, talking a little bit of trash about about Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's doing that thing with Brock right now, though. But I think Lashley could maybe end up in the Elimination Chamber as well. Uh, Theory swears he won't, but yeah, I think that Cena in theory is a possibility. Well, who knows? Logan Paul also wants to wrestle John Cena at WrestleMania. But I'm thinking we might get him and Seth Rollins. As we saw in the segment backstage, that's what I wanted to mention. I would love Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. I think that would be great. I think it would be really good because they both, I, you know, Seth Rollins, I love, I love the way he wrestles and I love the speed in which he works. And we've seen that Logan Paul, you know, he can, he can go in there and, you know, you know, he can move. And I think it would be a nice, uh, to, it would be nice to see them and, you know, interact with one another like that. Yes. And I think that, I think that putting a mainstream spotlight on Seth Rollins is a very, very good idea. Because if if the TMZ's entertainment tonight's and the like get a taste of Seth Rollins, oh Jesus Christ, oh, yes. they're gonna love him. The clothes, the the larger than life personality is perfect for that. It screams they, pro wrestling to the casuals and to the people that maybe don't watch pro wrestling. That's what you would probably imagine a wrestler to act like. And I'm gonna scream to the casuals. Get NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Four additional months free, a great deal, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you get so much with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Your connection speed is the fastest because it's the fastest VPN in the world. You got WireGuard for top speeds. There's over 5,300 VPN servers. There's a verified no-logs policy. You get live chat customer support with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Get a subscription, get that at, connect to a VPN server, get pay-per-views much more inexpensive than you do without a VPN because you get access to more content all across the world. They got MeshNet to connect to remote devices safely, create your own private network. They have VPN servers in over 60 countries, no limits, no borders, and they have threat protection as well that blocks malware, trackers, and ads even when you're not connected to a VPN. Plus that ultra-fast connection and a dedicated IP. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. If for some reason you don't like it, they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Matt Scale says, do you think Chelsea's story leads to Cardona? No, but I would like it to because I think Matt Cardona should be back in WWE. What if she's like, 
one day she's getting mad at Adam Pierce and she's like, well, you know what? I got my big boyfriend or something and he's going to come and say, I don't know. Yes. I'm just making up stuff now. Jacob Weddle says Maxine better back off. That's Mandy's man. Uh, Check out the interview I did uh, alongside Demon Diva with Otis. It's on Lucha Libre online right now. I asked him about the Mandy elimination save and then he just started talking about Mandy's boobs. Um, Izzy says now well, everyone's w- definitely going to want to watch that now. Good, they should. Demon Diva does great yeah. work. Izzy says, "Will WWE ever put matches back in the pre-show? Eventually, yeah, but uh, right now they're not doing it." What's the percentage? Wood says, "Do you see Naomi returning to WWE? And if so, when?" Uh, they so FightfulSelect.com reported uh, recently that WWE felt confident that they would get her back. I don't know what that necessarily means, but they seem confident that that it was a possibility that she would come back. Cyclops says Bailey was dressed like a 1980s drug kingpin girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> I saw Seahawk, our good friend, say that she looked like she pimped in Toontown from Roger Rabbit. I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> that, that's a good one. Jonathan Corona says. Hey, Denise, just curious, are you still going to wear the Sammy shirt since he's no longer in the bloodline? Yeah, I like the shirt. It's so fun. Oh, you are. You are yeah. wearing it. KE775 says, I think Chelsea's going to thrive. She's fantastic. Glad she's getting a legit shot. And they needed depth in the lower card, in the mid card, Denise. Uh, I, w- I I got my bonus. Yeah, you did. I mean, you were obviously going to get that tonight. I mean, my God, the super chats went crazy. So can I get a double bonus? No, nah, that ain't happening. But, like, I would love to see Wendy Chu against Chelsea Green, like, whenever Wendy gets called up. Just, like, the Wendy shenanigans with with her, I think, would be really, really good. Backstage, we see Ali mocking Ziggler and interviewing him uh, in, like, the most sarcastic way. I like this because Ali is putting everything he's got into it. Uh, however, Ziggler did not make good on his United States uh title opportunity so to speak because bronson reed beat him ziggler tried but bronson kicked out of the zigzag they are protecting bronson reed very as they should as they should yes they should because he can be a special talent when you sign a guy that they had beat okada yes protect him absolutely protect him and i i friggin love that top rope splash he does it is incredible it's one of the best splashes i've ever seen Love him being protected. Love Bronson Reed uh, winning this match. Love him being in that. Love Ziggler taking the L here because him losing progresses the story with Mustafa Ali. And I like that. I want to see that. I would love to see them team up. I think that their dynamic would be really, really good. I think they would be an absolute workhorse of a team. Them against the Street Profits, give me that all day. I would love that match. What do you think of Bronson and Ziggler? I'm glad that it was a pretty much like a quick squash match. I feel like this is exactly what they needed to do with Bronson Reed. Um, this was great. And we've been seeing like even what he did with Akira Tozawa. What was it last week? Uh, they've been very, very ever since there was all that criticism about how he brought he got brought into Raw with the Miz and everything. They quickly like they quickly ditched that and were like, okay, let's do something different with Bronson Reed. And um, I'm liking the direction that they're going with him now. He seemed dominant in this. Sean Garner says, when is Deanna's contract up? TBD. 
Izzy says, are we doing Fightful Plan? Shout out to the Sour Graps crew. They make a lot of money doing that, so more on more power to them. Also, more power to you guys to leave a thumbs up on this video. We greatly appreciate that. Also, a reminder, get in your Super Chats, get in your Humper Chats. We are actually heading down the home stretch of this show now. Uh, I feel like we went all over the map with this show, but there was so much to talk about. And I was really, really happy about how this all worked. Um, the Miz is out there. He's whining again. I, I'm with you, Denise. When this happened, I'm like, I'm tired of him talking. Tired I didn't of all even that. say anything yet. How'd you know that I was already going to hate this? Because if I, if I hated this talking segment, I'm sure that you would. <laughs> yes. But, yes, I did. But Adam Pierce is like, Nah, son, Rick Boogs is back. As reported by FightfulSelect.com this evening, we had that Raw rundown as well. Also, a ton of Royal Rumble news. Go ahead and subscribe. Rick Boogs dominates Miz. He's in his suit. Boogs does a press slam into the world's strongest slam. He is not the world's strongest in-ring performer, but I am open to seeing how he does. Uh, apparently, they ain't booking Shinsuke Nakamura on this show anymore. Or SmackDown, so it's good to see Boogs doing that. Um, no Boogs in a qualifier, but he is backstage talking to Street Profits in a bit. How'd you feel about his return? So first of all, did he just, he got bigger. He had to have gotten bigger because I knew the guy was big already, but he looked a lot larger this time. Like dude got buffer. Um, That was definitely the my major takeaway oh, from Nick, this. Nick Comoroto was telling me a, a few weeks ago when I, I'm working on a, a big feature on him. He's like, wait till you see Boogs. Just wait till you see what he looks yes. like. He's big. He's massive. <laughs> He's massive. But like even his look, he uh, he came back looking a little bit different. I think he do something different to his hair too. It's, it's a, yeah, it's, I think he shaved the sides of it. Right. Okay. So the hair looked different. The mustache was bigger. Uh, he just looked a lot more like very, very noticeable. Um, and I think that the Miz was probably the perfect person where you can do what they did here today with him. Nobody else. It wouldn't have really worked with anybody else. Um, so you know what? Good for him. Uh, he has a lot of energy. He's likable and he has a great look. They can definitely do a lot with that. Backstage, he's talking with Street Profits and Elias and Elias looks concerned that another guitarist is on this show. Oh yeah. I'm interested in this because I mean, naturally they seem like they could be an interesting tag team as well. But next week we're getting Montez versus Elias Dawkins versus priest for changer chamber qualifiers. I'm pumped for Dawkins versus priest. Like that is a hell of a match. And I'm glad that the street profits are getting a little love for the, the qualifiers here. Yeah, I agree. And also going back to Elias, wasn't he supposed to be in a band with Matt Riddle? Weren't they going to do that? So maybe they're switching gears now. Yeah, Riddle's got other stuff going well, I know, on. I know, I know, I yeah. know. But story, storyline-wise, though, storyline-wise, he was supposed to be in a band with him. So maybe well, now he's going to do it with, with Boogs instead. It's an absolute curse, Denise. I mean, Randy Orton was paired up in a feud with The Fiend. And what happened to him? It Fiend went away. Then Riddle gets paired up with Randy Orton. What happened uh, to Randy Orton? But Randy Orton's gone for a long time. Well, then Riddle moves on to Elias. What happens to Riddle? He's gone. So I'm expecting uh, this to just go completely wrong by an absolute law of averages at this point. And, and to be honest with you, everything that happened to The Fiend before that went absolutely wrong. Yeah. But if you want things to not go absolutely wrong with your pubes, Denise, 
Maybe you're shaping up for your own happy ending. Manscaped.com and the code Fightful allows you to save 20% off and get free shipping. They have got some amazing packages for you guys. Free boxers, toiletry bags, free shipping with the purchase of that Performance Package 4.0 or the Platinum Package 4.0. They have every formulation for the bathroom you're going to need. We've told you about all the stuff for your nutsack. We've told you about the ear and nose hair trimmer. We've told you about the body wash, the shampoo, all the stuff for when you're in the shower or in the bath. But now they got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit as well. It's got an AC adapter, USB-C cable, beard shampoo, beard conditioner, beard oil, beard balm, and a travel bag. And now, in addition to the 20% off plus free shipping, you get your free beard accessory pack with a brush, comb, and beard scissors at manscaped.com code fightful. Listen, you don't want to end up getting cut when you're trimming your pubes. Manscaped.com code fightful. We're finally at the main event, Denise. I can't remember the last time we did an hour and a half raw review. I know. Lorenzo says, what do you think about the maximum male models recruiting Otis? Well, we talked about it earlier, Lorenzo, but uh, I love it. It's amazing. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I want some some good, funny comedy on this show. I want a variety show. Denise, you wouldn't understand comedy if it slapped you across the face, and I really wish it would, but, you know. Look, I'm going to wait and see until it actually goes down, okay? I don't just hand out good reviews for nothing. What's the percentage? Wood says I'm officially on the Montez for U.S. champion agenda. That would be fun. I wouldn't hate Montez versus Angelo Dawkins for the U.S. title down the line either. Cody Rhodes defeated Finn Balor. You have Edge coming out during this. You have Beth Phoenix coming out during this. Get the Forget the hose. Just turn on the spigot. I'll run my head underneath it and drown myself. Beth Phoenix, Rhea Ripley is a dream match of mine. Beth Phoenix is my favorite women's performer, maybe ever, right up there with Sasha Banks uh, and Siri Kondo. I love Beth Phoenix. She is amazing. She speared Rhea out of her boots. I cannot wait for Edge and Rhea against uh, against Finn Balor and Rhea, or Edge and Beth against Rhea and Finn at, Elimination Chamber, got to have that. But the match, Cody ended it emphatically with three crossroads. I think you need to have him win emphatically as well. He beats a former Universal Champion. You knew who was going to win this match, but you've got a future World Champion against a former World Champion. thought this was pretty good stuff. I agree that the match was good, but I have a difference of opinion here. And I just want to say two things. One, I'm sick and tired of seeing Edge feud with the Judgment Day. I am beyond over it. Two, I did not want to see Edge get involved in this match. Um, If they were going to do this, I wish they would have done some sort of post-match angle. I did not want it to interfere with the match whatsoever. And I know you said that Cody Rhodes won in this emphatically whatever way. But at the end of the day, there was still the distraction from Edge to Finn. And I did not like that. I wanted it to be squeaky clean finish. Squeaky clean. I don't mind. I did not want Edge involved in this. I don't mind if it's a little like take your eye off the ball thing and then capitalizing. 
but I don't disagree with that at all. It Trey, wasn't needed. Trey says, Bullet Club by name on commentary again. Love to hear it. Percentage on Jay White signing with WWE before Mania. My percentages went down. I would say 50%. Jacob says, I noticed something cool with Cody's rain jacket since he returned. All the metal bling that used to be on the shoulders is now on the arm. The arm and the pec that he injured. Really cool touch. That oh, is a cool, that is a cool touch. That? And I asked the question to Cody that, because I, I, I had heard murmurs about like how much this messed with him mentally, this thing that he fought through. And he told me at the press conference, Denise, like, you know, it's it's flattering that people care about it and look look back on it and say I was tough. And he's like, but it was horrifying. It was one of the worst times of my life. He's like, there's going to be a bunch of merch made off of it. And I'm like, well, good. I can make a little money off of it. But he said he'll never watch the match again. He said that he doesn't ever want to relive that. And um, I, I'm glad that I was able to get that answer because I had heard that. I had, I had heard somebody say he refuses to watch that match. And... Um, I, I do like that there, there's that reference to that tough point of his life because we talk about Cody's – I asked him about his last 365 days, Denise. Six or seven months of it was completely erased. He had his contract come up, had that killer match with Sammy, worked without a deal, left AEW, was the subject of a bunch of rumors, made his Mania debut, and tore his peck, came back and won the Rumble. And it was all basically in about like a six-month thing without the, the benefit of seven months. Unreal. Altered Veggie says, just got home from Raw in Tulsa. Cody said after the show, it went off the air. It was a Tulsa attendance record. Neat product on the rise. That's product good. is on the rise, objectively. Numbers are doing better. Gates are doing better. They're getting very smart. I think a lot of that has to be attributed to Nick Khan and his business savvy. Uh, I've been getting some details from like live events reports lately and like shows in Cincy and Detroit and stuff have, have break, broken like raw and SmackDown gate records in the city, which is really great to see for him because Denise a few years ago before the it pandemic, it was looking rough. And even when they came back from the pandemic, it, they, they lost their luster pretty damn quick. And it's, it's a bummer. It is absolutely a bummer that that happened, but now it's looking good. Um, and man, this show was a lot of fun. I had fun talking about this show for an hour and a I half. Did too. I did and too. And that's too. that's what I've time. missed. And Cody's back. That's cool. Mania season's back. That's great. We're gonna have more of you you here sharing with us every night. But we are here every night. Tuesdays after NXT, we have uh, the Alex Pawlowski and Kate review. Wednesday, we're here for the post AEW show. Thursday, post Impact. Friday after SmackDown and Rampage. But all throughout the week, we have stuff, too. Every weekend, the Wrestling Perspective podcast, Lars Fredrickson, who is in Rancid, did uh, Ruby Soho's theme, one of the greatest uh, you know, punk bands of all time. They do the Wrestling Perspective podcast with he and Dennis Farrell, where there's a review or, or an interview every week. Uh, this week, it was Speedball Mike Bailey. Next week, it is Swerve, Str Swerve uh, Strickland. Uh, every Tuesday... Uh, or every once a month, every Tuesday, we have the round table with a bunch of guests. Every Wednesday, it's my news show with Jimmy Van listing your boy. Every Thursday, we got the spotlight and day after dynamite. Every Saturday, it's Grapsity. We have so much content coming for you guys. We're going to be rolling out a bunch of WWE interviews, but Denise will also be rolling out a bunch of WWE interviews or has. She gets on those and edits them immediately. So check out her channel. Uh, tell the people what you got, Denise. 
just go to youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's all I care about. I just hit 87,000 subscribers. Uh, there are about 20 new videos that have been uploaded within the last like 72 hours. Uh, please go there and support. I run that channel entirely. Um, I fly myself out to the shows with all the money I make, I reinvest in myself. And so for me, it's a big deal to uh, get this content and put it out there and to have the people watch it and enjoy it. And that is how I make my money back on these shows. So it's much appreciated. I saw a lot of people say media should have done this media should have done that. And I, I respect those criticisms, but there are people that pay for themselves to go out to these shows. There are an awful lot of people that do that work. And they get to dictate the kind of content that they seek out and that their audience is going to want. So uh, I think a lot needs to be said about that. There's, there's a lot of people that say that they can do the type of thing that Denise does and don't put in the time investment, don't put in the money investment, don't put in the, the social sacrifice that we see Denise or Demon Diva or a lot of these people doing. And uh, I think that's great. I love what Denise, uh, what you're doing, Denise. And this weekend showed that you were hustling your ass off. Uh, before we go, G Bro says, "Adrenaline in my soul. Why is Denise so loud?" I got a better one. Hold on, adrenaline in my soul. Why is Salcedo? <laughs> Hold on, I got no, it. I got no, it. There's gotta no. be something with Salcedo Boo. in there. Hold on. Boo. Why are you so loud, Salcedo? There you go. Whatever. I was trying uh, to end it with Salcedo. Before we wrap up, Jonathan says, did you, did you do the backstage report today, Sean? So for those of you who don't know, FightfulSelect.com, every week I do the backstage report podcast. Uh, there are some people that tell me they listen to that instead of reading any of the news because they like to avoid spoilers. Uh, I do a show where I, I go over our exclusive news over the past week and then say I missed the Royal Rumble post show. I'll give you my thoughts on that as well. That is one of over 30 shows you're getting a month on Fightful Select. Every week you get a Q&A from me. Every other week you get a Q&A from Grapsity. I missed last week, so Jimmy Van filled in for me on the Q&A. Uh, we've got, I hope they posted that. I believe they did. Uh, we've got, the list goes on. We've got Sour Graps reviews twice a week. We've got Select Style with Scott Edwards now, our Japanese wrestling podcast. We have The Weekender with uh, Steven Jensen covering all kinds of indies. There is something for everyone at FightfulSelect.com. Please leave a thumbs up, guys. I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys for all the support. It was awesome meeting so many of you this weekend and last week in Lexington. Until next time, guys, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.